When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me bang you, I man. do let you bang. Let hey. me bang you, Let you bang. Let you bang. Greetings, Mary's and Virgins. Go for Jesus. Go for Jesus, people. And I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Hey, welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast, me, Adam Hunter. We're giving you three this week because we love you and because uh, all my shows are getting canceled and I feel like the need to actually be alive. Uh, yeah, I had a show. I had two shows tomorrow night, uh, one at the Roosevelt in Hollywood with like some pretty big names that got canceled. Another one I had in Downey at a show tonight uh, online. Didn't they canceled that one? I had a show last night. Palm Springs got canceled. Like it's just it's crazy. With this vibe, I mean, look, obviously, like, not poor me, but uh, it's just crazy. Like, last week I was in San Francisco doing five shows, and I felt like a purpose. I felt alive. It was great to connect with people and see people laughing and happy and and just loving it. And then now I'm just like, uh. Are these shows getting canceled because of COVID or just other issues? Yes, 1,000% because of COVID. Wow. Uh, They're all getting canceled because of COVID. And then I was like, well, maybe I should have a show in my backyard. Like I have like, I have, I have steps, I have a thing, but then I'm like, well, what am I bringing people into around my house that could have COVID around my wife and daughter? It's just like, uh, yeah, you know, because it worth it. And then, uh, and those zoom shows, when I, when I was preparing for the hour, my, my, my hour, I was doing zoom shows every night and, uh, and now I'm not, I'm doing a couple zoom shows a week. It's just, uh, the, those zoom shows, they're not fun. I mean, they're fun seeing people laugh, but it's fun working out material, but it's, it's not the same. Yeah. It sucks. You're not, you're not getting that real laughter. You know, you're seeing people laugh and happy and you're working out your material and it's forcing you to write, but I was doing an hour on zoom a night and I think I have to go back to it. I have to force myself to do it Uh, tomorrow night. I'm taking my kid to like the Christmas lights, but I was, I was saying, Shang, like I did shows in San Francisco last week and it just felt amazing. And then I had four shows this week canceled because of COVID. Yeah, so did I. And and I'm like, well, maybe I'll just do a Zoom. Show. The problem with the Zoom show is, if I if I put the flyer out, I'll get the same ten people that come to every week. But so then I have to DM everybody to come to the show, and it takes hours and hours, and I, and then I feel like I'm a, a loser doing that. I feel like I'm like going back to barking, virtual barking. You know? Yeah, from back in the day when we used to do comedy. Oh, but man. no, I I did I had I had two dates fall out on me, but um. I did the gig that I told you about, and it was it was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. The one I did, Escondido, and uh, crowds was great. It was sold out. It felt great. 
Um, you know, you know where your material, where you're like, bam, 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 exactly, back yeah. in the day. Um, so now when I do, I haven't done as many Zoom shows because, I mean, I, I can riff. I can do Zoom shows. I don't have a problem with it. It's just that once you do a couple really, really good live shows, you remember and go, that's my superpower. It's like it's like going back to condoms. It's just not uh it's it's not fun. That's an excellent. <laughs> um, by the way, Wayne, that is the weirdest background you've had. Thank you. The first person to comment on this background that excellent. I personally made in Photoshop. I've used this excellent. I've used this background many times. By the, way, photo, by the way, Wayne, your Photoshop skills for the covers are epic. Thank uh, you very much. I appreciate it. Excellent. You have a real talent, man. Um, Thank you. And it, it's funny. I I my I tweet out my thoughts pertaining to MMA and the different fights I watch. And it's so funny. Now, the UFC, I guess Twitter just followed me. And there have been constantly, they actually, whoever's running it, comments on stuff. Oh, nice. And um, because my, my opinion on different fighters, I'm realizing I'm not alone in my thought process of when I watch fighters. Or, or my opinion about a fighter. Like I told, I told you before when I got all that static. Yes, Masvidal, right? You're gonna say Masvidal? No, no. When I said that, when I said Silva should retire. Oh yes. Yeah. And it was so funny. It was like both sides. People were like, "Oh, you're being an asshole. Let the man fight." And then part of me was like, "But isn't he in his forty? Like I think he's forty something." And I think there's a point where maybe they should have a legends league like they did with Tyson. But I don't think he should be fighting these young, hungry motherfuckers. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, let's talk about that for a second because so Yoel Romero got cut from the UFC. They didn't resign, right. which you know I, I have mixed feelings about this because he is in the top five. Uh, he he he's right there, and you could almost see him beating anybody. It's just a matter of whether or not he can pull the trigger, which he does sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't. So Bellator passed on him. I guess he was too young. Uh, <laughs> so Bellator, he passed on him, and now they're saying that he might go to Combate and fight Tito Ortiz in Combate. Uh, which people are very angry about this, or they're like, other people are like, great, I want to see Tito get knocked out. It, I think y'all would knock him out, but I could. <laughs> Why oh, yeah, for sure. Pulling this out <laughs> for some reason, I mean, I could see Tito like. Winning a boring this if Yol can't pull the trigger, like he I mean, look, I don't know. I, I obviously I think Yol would win this fight, but there's something man, Tito just he surprised me. Granted, he fought you know Chuck Liddell. Uh now he fought yeah, the, that wasn't even a fight. Stop it. The other guy that wore a mask back in Pride that got arrested. What's that guy? That other guy's name was a pro wrestler. I'm sure see he hasn't really been fighting the you know the who's who. Lately, uh, you know, I mean, not that Chuck isn't a who's who, but he fought Chael Sonnen, which was a very suspect fight, if you remember that. Yeah, and you're so right, Wayne. It was that so was suspect. I was at that fight and I looked over at Josh Barnett and Don Fry, who were sitting there, and they were like, This was a fix. And maybe they'll deny saying that, but that was so strange. Yeah, that was, but I don't know. I don't see Chael throwing that fight against Tito. I just don't see why he would do that. I don't, you know, I mean, he doesn't need the money. The, he has an elevator in his house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's doing fine. He's yeah. doing fine. I, I can't see him. I just can't see him. But then he, he, he makes a lot of bonehead moves and fight. Like the Fedor fight where he went for that, that rolling submission when he was 
on top of him. He's but, done some things. Yeah, but Chael Sonnen always makes some bonehead move. He threw a spinning back fist with fucking Anderson Silva, one of the best at evading fucking hits. Well, the when you- part is that, like, that's not even one of his top five bonehead moves anymore. Like, normally that would be, like, your number one bonehead move. I don't even think that's in his top five. Of- oh, fuck, are you serious? Well, I mean... He, he kind of. That's I mean, a good wrestler. I don't understand why a, a lot of times he hasn't used that, but... Well, um, look, that first fight, he... I mean, the bonehead move of being in the fifth round and not staying away from him, he would have been the champ. Also, you're right. You're I mean, so right. That's also kind of... I don't know. But, uh, so, all right. Let's talk about... Uh, so, Brandon Moreno this week is fighting uh, Figuera. Uh, I'm sure I butchered that again. Um, now... I didn't realize this. He wants to be the first Mexican-born champion. If he wins, he'll be the first champion from Mexico, born in Mexico, which is crazy because, you know, Cejudo is, I guess, Mexican-American. Cain Velasquez, you know, Mexican-American. They've had a lot of Mexican-American fighters. But But no Mexican-Mexican fighters. Yeah, actually born in Mexico. I I don't even – that's kind of – that's crazy. I mean, you know, like I would – Mexico's produced amazing fighters, Usually usually better boxers. Because uh, grappling has not been, you know, it's gotten much better. People from Mexico wrestling and grappling, but it seemed like boxing was that's like if you're from Mexico, not, right? You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, I, but he's not going this weekend. He's gone. He got such a fucking animal in front of him. I I don't know if he's going to have a fucking chance. Just I, I really do. I mean, don't get it. He's a tough kid, but I think there's still not going to be a Mexican hmm. <laughs> Mexican. Because this fight, he's got that motherfucker is mean. He is mean, and he he throws hands. He's got he's really a beast, dude. At my special, Moreno was there, and I was noticing there was like there was like ten guys around him, and they were all from Tijuana. Like uh, I'm like, what? Did you guys all come in the same car? I was just fucking with them. (laughs) They were all dying laughing. Nicest guys. Moreno had like twenty guys with him to help coach him. Wow. Um, yeah, Moreno. I mean, and all like badass fighters, like like legitimately, like I don't even know their names. They're all they're all either former UFC guys or top level right. guys. Um, now Tony Ferguson, can we bring up this interview, Joe? Sure. Uh, where's that? I posted it on my uh, on my Twitter. Tony Ferguson. I love <laughs> I love weight cutting. Tony Ferguson. It's a different animal. Tony Ferguson. Um, when he's when he's He's the kind of guy that he does not take shit from anybody. I mean, he squared up with Verdum and told Verdum, I'm going to ankle pick you. Now, I was at a party with Verdum at the Mike Tyson ranch. He is a big, scary dude. Like, and he's as nice as he is. He's a guy you look at, you're like, I'm not fucking with that guy. Like, I would never, not that I would fuck with anybody, but that's a guy you don't fuck with. You look at his ears right away, and you're like, and you look at him and his flat nose, and and the guy was a fucking UFC champion, strike force champion, I believe. Yeah. At heavyweight. And Ferguson, who fights at 155, just was like, fuck it, let's do this. Like, Ferguson's fucking, and he believes it. I There's no doubt in my mind that Ferguson, for one second, believes he can't beat up uh, Verdun. Uh, Verdun, he's just a. But I think you. I think that he's always been a cuckoo, and I and I <laughs> and I like. But I know this sounds fucked up, but I actually like his crazy. Oh yeah, because because it's uh, you know he's yeah of course because he's also one of those dudes that like, if he likes you, he fucking likes you. 
And you could tell he's not it, like he's sort of one of the guys. I don't think he's not a bully. He's not looking for a fight. But if somebody steps with him, he's going to. Can we put the video up? Turn on uh, screen sharing and then I'll put it up. I have it. Uh, screen share. Yeah. Because this is like one of the funniest uh, things that I've seen in a while, by the way. So this is Tony Ferguson. Here we go. All right. Uh, uh, volume? Yeah, I can't hear it. You can't hear it? No. All right, let's no. try again. Can't hear it. But, I mean, I think that he, even though uh, Gaethje gave him, gave him the business, he was still like, come on, Justin, get up off that fucking stool. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, he was, yeah, of course. He was still in that fight. I mean, he's, still, he's 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 not not only is he had that attitude, he really is not to be fucked with. He does some amazingly strange um his ground game is strange. Sometimes on on his feet, his elbows are like like he's hit you with razors. No bullshit. I I looked at a picture of a, a bunch of people that fought him. Their face looked like mush. Yeah, he he's a bad I mean, he's a badass fighter and even in the fights he's like, I don't think he's ever been knocked out. Maybe early in his career, I, I don't think so. He's, yeah. I mean, he's been hurt, obviously. His last fight, he he was hurt. But he's also one of those dudes that, like, he also hurt Gaethje a couple times. I mean, I thought he was going to finish Gaethje. And that also was a fight where he hadn't fought in a while. And, uh, right. Back. And, you know, we'll see. Uh, it, it, can you, that, that little volume there, right there? Um, yeah, it's up all the way. I just don't know why it's not playing on the share screen. Oh. You can hear it? I can't hear it. Yeah, neither. I can't hear it either. I don't know why it's doing that. All right. Can you uh, find another thing where it says, like, Tony Ferguson interview? Yeah, I'm going to stop sharing for right now. Yeah. But but if you look at – if you look at any fighter knows that if they – like, I watch the interviews, and any fighter knows that he – you're in a fucking fight with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I like that he told Oliveira, if you miss weight, the fight's off. Because Oliver is known to miss weight, and uh, I like that. I think more fighters should say that. But look, don't think you're going to come in and overweight. Because I think some fighters, they just say, you know what, I'm three, four pounds. Fuck it. They just stop. They know they're still going to get paid for their fight. They give up their purse. They won't get a bonus, but they'll still have the win. And I liked it. He said, no, man, fight's off. Uh, so good, good on him for doing that. And good on him for doing that like five days earlier, too. He didn't wait to the last day to, you know, Right. Yeah, he gave enough because time. he's like, I'm busting my ass to do the shit. And there's a lot of people busting their ass to make weight. It's a fucked up thing that sometimes to make weight. But still, um, if anything, I respected him more. I was like, OK, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. But but um, I think the UFC likes people who are game like I don't care. Let's go. Um, and I think that him standing next to his, you know, what he feels is some good shit. I mean, in my opinion. So now they're saying that. uh it might actually happen in Bellator. Uh, Scott, uh, Jake Paul versus Dylan Dennis. Um, they want to do boxing and MMA fight. That's Scott Coker saying. Uh, so they're going back and forth. Uh, those calls happening for a year. Dylan would like to fight them. They have to go to boxing. Why don't you go to MMA? Yeah, I kind of think it should be MMA. Uh, Jake Paul actually has a wrestling background. Um, and I think that, uh, I mean, I think Dylan kind of easily beats him. Because he'll just get him to the ground and that'll be it. But man, I want to see that fight. Jake yeah, Paul. but I, I mean, isn't Floyd Mayweather fighting uh, Logan Paul? Logan Paul, his In brother. Boxing. 
I mean, Logan said he thinks he – I heard an interview yesterday. He thinks he can win. He's got a 50-pound weight advantage. Uh, and, you know, he's 25 or 24. The other guy's 43. He still has zero chance. Zero chance. <laughs> really? He's got zero chance. I mean – Oh, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. I just feel like um, – I think he doesn't realize uh, – even though he's cocky and I like that – you don't realize who the fuck you're getting in there with. <laughs> oh, he, does. he does. And he's looking at it like, I'm going to make $20 million. And if I lose, I lost to the best fighter of our generation, possibly one of the top three of all time. He's got no- – and, and I'm Owen one as a boxer. And now the whole world's going to tune in. This It's a it's a win-win for him. For he- him, yeah. I think that Floyd is uh, – it, it's almost – Floyd, it's a money grab for Floyd, but – um, they said there was a story about 50 Cent who outweighs him by 50 pounds. And 50 yeah. Cent's a, a monster. I mean, I've seen this. I've seen this thug incarnate. And I'm telling you right now, flat out, 50 was like, yeah, man, we started boxing, you know, on some real shit because they were arguing over money. And he said that Floyd, he said, me and Floyd start boxing. People forget Floyd can throw hands still. And he said, and I woke up the next day. Come on. Really? Really? He said that? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I think people don't realize that when you get even Conor McGregor when he was fighting Floyd, he uppercutted Floyd and Floyd looked like he took the punch and just kept coming. Well, he knows how to roll. I mean, he's the best defensive boxer of all time. And he's fighting a guy who's 0-1 as a boxer who um who's never it's going to be a a farce, a complete mismatch. Now, I mean, G- Logan Paul's best, his best case scenario is Floyd doesn't train at all. He comes in out of shape. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm not sparring. You know, he's smoking weed all day. Because, you know, like. And but that's then, not his nature, though. Maybe he catches the worst possible version of Floyd Mayweather. Uh, but I but even I don't think that's, that's not Floyd. Floyd's a competitor. And I, I think he, and he's also. He knows how many people are going to watch it. And uh, I can't believe this is happening. I feel like this is like, it's just the whole thing is like. Well, you know what they're going to start doing? I, well, I, I don't know if it's true. And Wayne, you can, you can, because you're, you're smart. Yeah. You can tell me. Um, they're going to have start matching up more UFC and MMA fighters with boxers. They're actually going to start the process of having more because one day at the, the, MMA fighters get a bigger payday, which is good for them. And I, I'm, I, I'm all about them getting more money. And and also, there's a lot of boxers that's like, yeah, there's a lot of people in the uh, UFC that they feel like if you came over to my shit, now if I came over to your shit, you'd beat my ass. But don't think you can come over to my shit and I won't knock you out. Yeah, and I don't mind that. I do mind that, like, because at least MMA fighters train in boxing and stuff, you know, and you could say that like that's a boxing is, is an element is a, one of the mixed, mixed martial arts in mixed martial arts. It's when the Nate Robinsons come over the Logan Pauls. It's, I, you know, it, it's sort of the same thing with comedy. I mean, you're just getting it becomes a complete sideshow. Uh, now, do I hate it? Eh, I mean, it, it makes for good jokes. I'm going to watch it. Like I said, you know, uh, I don't think it's good for the sport. Mike Tyson said that YouTube stars are saving boxing. And I think that that's, I think it's bullshit. What's what would save boxing is if greedy promoters 
if they just had one fucking belt, you know, when you have six belts for each weight class, you're going to ruin boxing because right. the best guy is not going to fight each other. That's just what's going to happen. It needs to be one belt, one belt. That's, that's it. And I, I understand it's a union thing and this and that, and they get paid more because. But of- no, the UFC has interim belts, an interim belt and a, the no, real belt. Yeah, right. But that's because an interim belt because someone got injured or something. They don't have like the interim belt because they just have the interim belt. They, I'm talking about like a WBC belt. Oh, I'm right, right. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That belt. It's just too many belts, you know. Um, now, you could say, well, the MMA could get to that point if Bellator got on the same level as the UFC. Then you're like, well, the best fighters aren't fighting each other because you have Bellator and you have the UFC. But that has not been the problem so far. Um, so that being said, Bellator is making some pretty big moves. Anthony Johnson going to Bellator is a huge deal. Huge. Right. I don't even know if he's going to be heavyweight or light heavyweight, but they said light heavyweight 205. Wow. I think he's better off at heavyweight. I mean, Ryan Bader is the heavyweight champion in Bellator right now. Yeah. Anthony Johnson knocked him out in 30 seconds. Uh, I don't know why he wouldn't go to heavyweight. I mean, I think he's got a lot more of a, I mean, that Nemkov, right? Is it Nemkov? Yeah. That kid is a lot. He, he just beat Ryan Bader easily. Yeah. Fuck him up. I, I mean, if I was Anthony Johnson, I would stay at heavyweight. I mean, he, he was a power lifter. You see how fucking big he got? Yeah, but I mean, I think sometimes, like, I was watching a couple of interviews where some people just want the, the they want to be in with the people that really can go. Like, they really want to fight the best of, yeah. And maybe the heavyweight doesn't have as much. Like, look at UFC's heavyweight. There's not a lot of people in the heavyweight division that you can really – that are a draw. Well, I'll tell you what. John Jones at 240 looks scary. Uh, he's on some type of weight program, and I'm not going to make the obvious <laughs> – You obvious. were going to say it. I know you were. Yes, you were. I mean, but, man, John Jones at heavyweight, that's a scary dude right there. Uh, because if he could retain the same speed and the skill, man, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I want to see it because right now, Stipe versus Jones, is, I mean, I want to see him go fight Ngannou. If he could beat Ngannou at heavyweight, oof, that's a, that's the fight to make. I think I think before he be, – I mean, I guess you, you got to make – Are you serious? It's Stipe. It's Stipe all the way. It's Stipe because you got the 205 champion versus the heavyweight champion, right? But Ngannou versus him, come on. How how crazy would that be? That fight, Phil Davis. No, you're, you're, you're no, that's, no. It's Phil, what happened? Oh, it, 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 it he's good acting. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I am a, because after Stipe fought a Cormier, um, which I give, I, I just feel like Stipe deserves the biggest fights that he can yeah, get. So I think the biggest fight for Stipe would be Jones, but it just seems like the UFC, I, they go with popular. I get it, but it's like, you should just certain guys that deserve it and they really should. And they prove themselves. Um, I just text, I just tweeted the thing about uh, Glover where I think that he deserves a shot. Oh yeah. I think he deserves a shot. There's certain people that deserve a shot. And I think sometimes in UFC where they go for the hype, where they want, um, style bender to fight Jones. It's like, yo, there's other people that should get a shot first. Yeah, we'll see. Now, Phil Davis, are you with us? I'm here. 
What's going? Uh, you look very black right now. Um, so, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, you're, you're welcome. And you're welcome. by the way, so me and Phil just we we uh, we we shot a sketch. I can't really talk about it, but it was one of the funniest things ever. Uh, or oh, it was funny. So the one of the people in the sketch didn't have an afro. Had an afro, and they bailed out because of COVID. So Phil was in the sketch too. So I'm like, Phil, do you have a fake afro? And he goes. A fake afro. I'm black. I can grow a real afro. <laughs> so, <laughs> why the fuck would I have a fake afro for? I was like, that's a very good point. Uh, so, uh, Phil, how are you, man? Hello. He's muted. Uh, an afro wig. Yeah, the afro wig apparently uh, muted his his his, yeah. his his shit. No, there you I, go. can you hear me now? Yeah. Now, how are you, man? Good. How do I turn my camera on in this thing? Joe, Window, can you help us? I don't know. There's normally like a, a picture at the bottom of the screen of a video. I don't, I'm not sure what the like the mobile version of Zoom. Yeah, I'm, I know the computer version of Zoom. I never do it on the phone. So, all right. Well, but it's so funny that you 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 agree, but you don't agree. You're like, yeah, this guy should fight this guy, but Adam, you got to admit. No, absolutely. Look, you got anytime you have two champions. Wanted to fight each other. You make that fight, one hundred percent. Make that fight, exactly. So but you I, don't slide somebody in because they, you know. No, no, no. But just as a as a selfish fan, I would almost rather see John Jones versus Ngannou than John Jones versus Stipe, just because I want to see how if he can deal with that power. I think that Stipe and him are more similar fighters, John Jones and Stipe, where they don't have like one punch knock. Well, they do have one punch knock power, but they're more like a. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just want to see that fight. It'd be a cool fight to watch, Phil. Uh, do you think John Jones can beat Ngannou at heavyweight? There we go. There he is. Aha. Yeah. Do I think Mr. Jones can beat Ngannou at heavyweight? Ooh, that's, that's a tall order. But, you know, uh, it's never been about – with John Jones, it's never been about power. It's always been about uh, tactics and techniques. He, you know, he uh, he has a good way of using his, uh, his length and his uh, abilities to work in his favor. You know, more so than I've seen other guys do. So, he, uh, I mean, he definitely stands a great chance, but that's that's a tall order. Yeah. I mean, uh, with a guy like Ngano, he really only needs to get you once. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he's one of those people that you know that even if you're winning the first round, anytime he touch you, it could be over. Like, it, it whereas really, some people, you don't it, think that. Like, other people, you go, they'll have to piece the person up for a while and piece them up. With him, you go, if he touch you once, it's natty night time. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine Ngannou was like a body puncher, though? Good God, man. Oh, man. Uh, did you watch the Tyson fight? Uh, I saw highlights. Ooh. I didn't. I did not order it. I did not order that shit. It made um, me sad. <laughs> well, everyone's, everyone's obviously talking about the, uh, the Nate Robinson uh, debacle versus Jake Paul. He got, he got flatlined. Yep. Um, saw that. Man, that, that 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 was rough. That was rough. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was as it should be. It should. He should have got knocked the fuck out. Are you kidding me? You know, Adam. I told you. I told. We talked about this. Yeah. And he said, "Well, what do you think? You know, uh, Nate Robinson's no no chump athletically." And I'm like, "Listen, people been sleeping on Jake Paul. He's not a, a boxer. He's not a boxer by any stretch. But he's actually a not bad athlete, and he picked it up pretty good." And he's been using his hands. He's not bad right. um, to fight to fight the caliber of people he's fighting. I mean, he's 
if you don't have like a a, a boxing background, he's pretty solid. He's now, pretty good. He's pretty now, good. Now, now him and Ben Askren are going at it in a boxing match. Who do you think wins? Uh, I still give the edge to Ben Askren in a boxing match. Yeah, if it's MMA, it, it's it's yeah, over. But I mean, just because of the more sparring and he's just been around. more time game, yeah, yeah. Now, what about him versus Dylan Dennis? Uh, Dan- Dennis will kill him. In the boxing? Yeah. Wow. All right. It would be like it would be like pistol whipping a baby. It would just be. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, Dennis- come on, Adam. You're out of your. He would absolutely wreck him. Have you seen Dennis' stand up? It's not that impressive. It's not that good. It doesn't matter. Hey, but check me out. Check me out. When have you seen Dennis uh, Dylan Dennis' stand up versus a guy who really is not a professional fighter? But he's been doing it five, six days a week for three years. Uh, training That's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of time. Under, under Sugar Shane Mosley and uh, Big Bear, whereas the other guys like focusing on mixed martial arts, you know, he's doing grappling one, you know, he's doing wrestling. He's, he's not just solely focusing on boxing. Um, but I don't know about that, man. I think that, uh, uh Mr. Paul would end up getting, I, 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 I would hope so. I'm not rooting for, for, Oh for yeah. You, yeah. So put, put it like this, put it like this. Look, look who Dylan Dennis trains with on a regular basis. And I don't know who Jake Paul trains with, but, you know, I, I tend to think that the reason why we haven't seen much of his stand-up is because he goes against strong fighters all the time in training. And when he gets in the fight, he's guaranteed to have the upper hand in the grappling, so why not just hurry up and wrap it up in grappling? Yeah, but yeah. when you get to a guy who has uh, about the same level of, of, of experience or less – You'll see a lot more of of his of his stand up, you know. Yeah. Right. 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 Now, by the way, so that was one of the most fun nights I had. I was hanging out with 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 Phil, a couple other guys. We went out for dinner afterwards. Uh, for first of all, I had no idea you own a sandwich shop. You didn't that, know. That was, I mean, you and your wife, your beautiful wife. Uh, so her, she's she's part <laughs> Korean, right? Korea, Korean, Mexican. She's Korean, Mexican. Her Korean grandparents owned the sandwich shop, her parents, mm-hmm. and they gave you the sandwich shop. <laughs> well, we kind of bought it. Okay, but... so you bought it. So, <laughs> yeah. so and, but, but you know what, though? I, I will say we didn't we didn't pay what it was worth. Right. So I, I really take it more as a gift than a, uh, than, than a purchase. So how right. do you still have an eight-pack if you're around sandwiches all day? Like, how are you not – like, how does that happen? <laughs> Man, uh, you know – uh, it, it's two things. You just can't like, uh, man, I just have a lot of time just being an athlete. You know, people ask like, how do I, Oh, get, get out of here. Oh, somebody tried to call you there. Uh, yep. yep. Man, I'm getting all sorts of interruptions on my, my options are selling. I mean, I got Robin Hood's trying to tell me about stuff. People calling. God dog. Let me have a zoom. Right. Yeah. Um, but what was it, man? Let me zoom. Let me zoom, bro. Let me zoom. Let me zoom, bro. Let me zoom. Now, have you ever run a business before? Like, is that hard to run a sandwich business? Um, well, um, yeah, I mean, business is difficult. A a restaurant of any kind is uh, it's difficult. Um, and um, 
so we so January will be forty years of uh, of Hungry Hank's Deli, uh, and so taking over a business is a little bit easier than starting one, right? But it definitely has different challenges that 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 starting a business wouldn't have, such as um, you, you got to be careful with. Um, we, I mean, forty years we have such a dedicated. Uh, customer base they just they've been around they grew up eating our sandwiches they were just you just mentioned our name and and west chula and you know people know who we are so you can't do things too dramatically you change the price too dramatically like, yo what did y'all come for this? Are y'all doing this so you gotta <laughs> it's, it's, you gotta like take your time with anything now now phil I, i'm a little nervous because remember like in rocky what was it, Rocky Four, uh, Apollo, or what was it? Maybe it was, I don't know, maybe it was Rocky One or Two. Anyway, Apollo was looking for fights, but he was talking about his stocks and his trades. So now I'm talking to you and your Robin Hood accounts and you got, <laughs> you got your, like crypto and you got your deli shop, but yet, yet you're still like the number two or three guy in Bellator or number one guy. You're right there. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a little bit of dangerous of you becoming too much of a businessman and, and, and being distracted? Well, I guess I, I would pose the question back to you. How long was I doing this before you knew? <laughs> good point. That's a good point. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. But I'm just saying like, you know, we still have to have the fighter feel like the angry, the mean, like the, the fucking the focus guy, you know, like I don't want oh, you absolutely. to like absolutely no 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 you've not like as long every interview every time i've seen you on anything you're just you're not like that when it comes to fighting you do nah. what you need to do and you don't necessarily need to hate the motherfucker like you don't need to be like i hate this motherfucker i'm gonna call you your mom name your mom your mom was over at my house and the slippers were under my bed bitch you don't have to do all that <laughs> <laughs> you, you just yeah. it's a skill yeah you know, it, it, it helps me because uh, I think having that uh, the attitude you know, really helps me because, you know, instead of making something fictitious or, or, or even, you know, creating some drama that doesn't even need to be, I just tell it, you know, hey, God bless you. I, I hope you do well, but I am going to whoop you, you know? <laughs> I, I, you know it's just, that's just how I, you know, because no matter what, no matter what, I, I take it as a very... Um, I take it very personally. Like it's never about the guy in the cage or, you know, how he's training, what he's doing. Is he up in the big bear doing this or that? No, I, I have my, my system down and I'm going to perform. I have my, uh, my goals, my checklist, the things that I need to have done before I, as I prepare, get ready to go and fight. And, um, and especially right now, right now there's so much downtime, you know, yeah. you know, there's, I don't, I'm not going outside to do too much of anything. Right. So why wouldn't I, uh, you know, use my time to, um, you know, just be more if we were talking about athletics and I said, yeah, you know, after I leave the gym, I come home and I do crunches, I do push ups, this and that. You go, like, oh, OK, that's cool. Well, I also do those things, but I also, you know, have found ways to utilize my time to uh, maximize my, my money. I love it. Yep. Good for you, man. Money, money's not the motivator. Money is just not my motivator. A lot of t- a lot of guys like, oh, yo, money is it? Not. You know, when you come from wrestling, it, it, no one goes into wrestling to be famous. No one goes into wrestling for the girls. Nobody goes into wrestling for money. And um, I that's 
I just do do this because it's fun and I enjoy it. And that that's just always been my 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 way to attack it. You know, it once it becomes these external things, then then you get sidetracked. If you're in it for the girls, then you get a hot chick, and then now now what are you doing it for? Right. And look at if you look at uh, I, I get clown for this all the time, but GSP is one of my favorite fighters of all time. Period. Right. If you notice, GSP, he rarely got mad. I, I can't think of any time where I seen him get mad. He always was chill and like it was about the fight. It wasn't about a lot of shit talking. But right, there's right. a lot of guys now that are getting shots because of their shit talking and the and they can't back it up. Other than Conor McGregor, because Conor McGregor did back up his shit talking. Yeah. No, he yeah, did. I feel the same way, man. Like my entire life, uh, going from wrestling to stand up comedy. It's always been about things that I just love doing and I'll do it for free. So yeah, I, exactly. I, I, yeah. Really, I really appreciate you think, and I, and I do do it for free. So uh, still, absolutely. Uh, if you didn't do it for free, then you don't know. Like, I, you know, wrestling, I did a hundred percent for free. I didn't even know college was an, was an option. I didn't even know you can get a college scholarship wrestling. I was just wrestling because it was fun. Yeah. And uh, and then later on, you know, in terms of fighting, you know, I, the UFC, uh, the MMA scene, uh, Bellator wasn't even uh, didn't even exist. So, you know, the idea that I thought I could make a living doing it, you know, I knew some guys that were doing it, and making good money. But I mean, th the sport wasn't what it was, um, wasn't what it is now back then. Well, what I like about you, man, is that I honestly well, number one, you're a good friend of mine, but I also really think that you're going to be the champion again. Like, I like no. Uh, now your division did get a lot harder uh, in the last month. Uh, yeah, we got two nice signings: Anthony Johnson and Corey Anderson. Uh, yeah, uh, those are tough guys. Now, do you want your revenge on Johnson? I wouldn't call it revenge, but. You you don't nobody gets you don't just get a win over me and think I forgot about it. No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. I love no. that. I love that. I love that. No, I was saying I think he should go to heavyweight because he knocked out the heavyweight champion in ten seconds. Uh, Bader, you know, I think you're frozen. Uh, it did either freeze. That, uh -oh. Either that or he just farted. Really? Okay, here we go. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm surprised he's actually going to 205 uh, because he's he got that, so big I was surprised as well. He got so With big that? bodybuilding, you know. Um, oh, he was huge. I mean, now uh, Nemkov, which is a, a very close fight against you, you had. Uh, you know, you could beat that guy. I know you could beat that guy. Um, were you surprised how easily he beat Ryan Bader? Man. Uh... Definitely was surprised how how quickly and how easily the fight went for him. Uh, I mean, you know, it really seemed like, and I don't want to make excuses for anybody, but it just seemed like Bader had, he, I mean, it obviously wasn't his day, but he, man, it just seemed like some other things were just wrong. He was just off, you know? He, I, I was, as I was watching the fight, I saw him go for his, like, his, his long hook slash jab punch that he does that he knocked out three guys at heavyweight with. Man, I'm watching and like Nimkov clearly watched his tape. And Nimkov hit him with his own joint. I'm like, what is going? What am I watching? Like it's, <laughs> it, it, it was nothing with he, he kept he turned his back a couple times. I went, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where 
I watched it and was like, what's up with you? Like, but you never know. It could be a whole bunch of shit going on that we don't know about. But he, he yeah. really looked like he didn't want to be there. Well, I feel like also Bader has always been a bully. Um, and if you could beat him in the first round, you could beat him. Um, because I don't, yeah. know, I don't think he's ever actually come back and want to fight. Uh, it seems like every time he's lost the first round, he's lost a fight. So right. he's a, probably a kind of the guy that gets in his own way where if you could mentally just beat him that first round, you could win, you know? Right. But Bellator is making like, I feel like Bellator, even though UFC is doing a lot of cuts, Bellator is making some serious moves. And hopefully they'll yeah. make moves when it comes to advertising so we fucking know when they're on. <laughs> it, it, they're the worst. I mean, they, it's like make a commercial. just ha- Or have somebody tell yeah. people when it – like, I mean, Bellator is like uh, is like finding out like a, like a girl has like the most perfect vagina that you didn't think was going to happen. You know, like you take her home. You're like, wow, this is a lot tighter than – but, but, but I'm saying – like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you just – but, that was a weird analogy. Yeah, that was weird. I, you know what? I thought you were going to say, I, I really did. And I was like, yeah, that, it kind of seemed like that. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, it's, it's like finding out that, like, a, you know, an old friend had a kid. You're like, what? You had a kid? When? Like right. that. Like, All right, you I didn't know you were going to go with the tight vagina. Right. Okay, fine. All right. But, you know, like, how did you okay, okay, straight okay, to vagina? Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe not a tight vagina. Okay, maybe a girl gives really good head. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, where the fuck is still in the same? <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, like, you're like, where did that come from? Like, you know how, like, some chicks will surprise you? They'll do the whole, like, double, you know, the, the, the whole Yes, okay, so, the, okay, you, you, when you gave the visual. But, I, I mean, I think that Bellator is making moves. And think about it. Even though they are weird when they're, they're how they advertise, they still, everybody still talks about Bellator. Mm, yeah, but imagine how much they would talk about them if they actually saw the fights. You know, uh, no, I think people watch the fight like a lot of the fights I've watched. I've watched the prelims. No, yeah, but you don't even know, they don't even know what, like, is it on? Does I have the zone because I don't know how to cancel it. Uh, (laughs) so like, I watch, I watch all of them on the zone. I feel it's really frozen right now. Oh, it feels gone. Oh, yeah, Uh, hold on. So I'll, I'll watch it on the zone. Which I don't. I mean, I don't even know why I'm paying twenty dollars a month for the zone. It's twenty dollars a month. Yeah, they just and they. It was like ten when I bought it, and then one day it just shot up to twenty without even telling you, or even asking you if you still want to like. So why don't you just? Why don't you just? Okay, forget it. Because it's easier than having to like go to YouTube and then Bellator.com and then CBS Sports. Like I don't like that's fucking annoying to me to have to like. It's like a choose your own adventure fucking thing. Like when you were a kid, it's like, 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 what, like what? Like what? How many things do I have? I have to go to you, and then, or they'll have like a nine hour intermission for a fight, or they'll yeah, like, and you'll see the countdown. But I no, I once I find out about it, I kind of I do watch. I do watch. I've been watching one more than I have been watching anything else. I really one, do one like is good, but but like Bellator will be like. They'll stop the fight and be like, this comes back next Thursday. We're going to pick up round three. In the middle of the fight, they'll, they'll tell you to come back in t- like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. But you got to admit, uh, Bellator – well, we'll see in a minute because Bellator um, where the, is still like a little brother of the UFC. Yeah, a little brother that like you never see. That now, you never that, see. Now, that lives in the basement. And you know he's there, but <laughs> you never see him. He's kind of yeah. – where did Phil go? Tell Phil to come back. Oh, he was. It, he, he it dropped out. It went black, which it should have. And no, it, it went black, and then he just dropped. 
But I'll um, give you a perfect example. Uh, do you know what the next Bellator card is, Shane? No, I kind of got to search for it. Tonight, it's in three <laughs> fucking hours. Okay? <laughs> that th- that is my point. Okay. I, I, no, no, you're right. I, but I do really do. I gotta admit. I lo- no, don't get me wrong. The UFC fights are great, but I really do. I watch Bellator tonight, and nobody knows about it. Phil, okay, I know that you have. You're wearing a Bellator hat. Tell them. To fucking, I'm back. Tell them to advertise. Oh man, no. Bellator is their advertising is about as good as your stream, right now. <laughs> like, like seriously. Oh man. But they yeah, like, first great all, fighters. First of all, let me explain what just happened, yo. My, I told you my phone's been bugging. It's right. been wild. My phone just cut off right in the middle and said, "Your phone is too hot. You can use it after the temperature cools down." Oh I was my like, God. "Yo, I, no, that, that happened to me." How many steroids? Are, how many steroids are you taking right now? That your fucking <laughs> that your phone pisses hot. You think my phone is yeah, that hot? Yeah, like fuck. Oh man. But you, but you gotta admit, Bellator. Even the, the the fighters that are going to Bellator from UFC and whatever else you want to call it, that people still talk about Bellator. Oh, they have great everywhere. fighters. They have look, great they have fighters. Bill Davis, Antonio McKee, uh, MVP. Uh, the, uh, the guy we just talked about, uh, the Russian dude we just talked about. I mean, Nemkov. Nem- Nemkov, I think, is probably the one of the best. I mean, they have great. Adrian McKee, I think, you could argue, is the best 45er in the world. If I mean, you're leaving, you're walking down this store. How you just going to forget the Pitbull brothers? Pitbull brothers. By the way, Don Fry just showed up. I think he butt dialed us. Don Fry has no idea he's on the fucking podcast right now. Don, are you here? Yeah, I am. Yeah. You hear me uh, talking to my uh, dealer? <laughs> uh, Don, is there any way we could get video on here? Be, uh, shit, I don't know, partner. Uh, probably not. At least there's no like internet delay when he's just using his phone. Are you calling from a payphone? Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> So you're here with Phil Davis, by the way, uh, NCAA <laughs> champion. What's going on, Mr. Fry? Star, top number yeah, one. Yeah. NCAA in tennis. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever, uh, did you ever meet Don Fry, Don, uh, Phil? No, uh, maybe a long, a very long time ago. I think I have. But if, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I think I was like just in a line getting autographs. You, you, you don't remember. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> in the line, get Where? Where was that? Uh, it was. Uh, I want to say it was uh, around a UFC event in Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, you don't have to wait in line for an autograph now, though, do you, partner? Not too. Not too many. Not too many. <laughs> yeah. now, there was a, now somebody said that that Don came to Alliance one day and was training with Dominic Cruz, just boxing, lights, light boxing. Don then kicked him in the head. Uh, and then Don, uh, Cruz said, what are you doing? And you said, always be ready. Is there any truth to that, Don Fry? You know what? He, he tried telling me that stuff, uh, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, too. I don't, I, I don't remember it. I'm too nice of a guy to do shit like that. Come on. I'll give you a question. <laughs> I don't know. I kind, of, oh, I kind of believe it. All I'll say is that I hope to God that's, that story actually happened. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess 
I guess he wasn't a Boy Scout, was he? So, all right. Now, tonight, there's a Bellator card. Uh, Alimale McFarlane is fighting Juliana Vasquez. Alimale is actually the favorite. I mean, the, the under, underdog. She's never lost. Uh, Hawaiian girl. The other girl's never lost either, though. Um, but I can't believe she's an undefeated champion and he's the underdog. That's, I mean, wow. Oh, she's that. She's that real beautiful girl, isn't she? Yeah, the one from Hawaii. Uh, God, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Did you ever sleep with any Hawaiians, Don? No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I understand that uh, you were quite busy down there on that. That one transvestite street, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I was, I was, Adam uh, loves the trannies. Yes. We can, you can't take trannies anymore. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, oh, well, there goes, there goes our sponsor. Uh, <laughs> Phil, any thoughts about this fight? McFarland versus uh, Velasquez. Thank you. Thank you. Man, uh, I'm a underdog. I'm Team Limalay all day. Um, she just, man. So, I think, my personal. Opinion. I Thanks. feel like a woman with a good arm bar is is very hard to stop. I don't think women have like the must really fight it off. Like a girl who has a good arm bar, you got a done deal. Hey, hey, Don. By the way, when you talk to someone else, we can still hear you. Just so you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. I was talking about. I was talking to you. Oh, thanks. Okay. Also on this card, uh, Magomed Magomedov. Uh, yeah. You think that if your last name, they would just call you like like Phil Magomedov? Like he put the same, <laughs> or or at least go all the way, Magomedov Magomedov, right? Like why drop the OV anyway? Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, taking on uh, Mateus Matos. Both these guys are like fourteen and one. Both of them only have one loss on their record, which is to uh, Petra Yan. So this is crazy because uh, hmm. you know. You would think Bellator would save these guys. Like they're just they're, they're, they're already giving them like the toughest fights are gonna be against yeah. each other. But but don't you think that's good that they're giving them tough fights? Don't you think that I think that yeah. kind of, by, by giving them the tough fights, you know where they're really fucking at. I think you yeah. fight the toughest motherfucker out there because then you know what your level is. Yeah, Shang, I think you're absolutely right. I just wish they were more consistent with it. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. But I like to see when they when they when they put the like the hard rock against hard rock. I I'd rather see that because after they fight, you go, okay, now we know what's up with even though 14 and 1, ooh, that's gonna be yeah. Phil, who who's your tough fight, Phil? Who do I, who do I think my tough fight is was? Your toughest fight. Your toughest out of all the fights. Um well, I feel compelled to say a guy I lost to. Um, Rashad uh, Evans was, uh, man, he, he, he was one of those cats that's just very solid all the way around. Hey, hey, Don, Don, I love you, brother. You're yeah. Like, you're like my favorite guest. Are you ordering food right now? No. Trying to figure out this phone. <laughs> uh, is it a new phone? Yeah, it's a new phone. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. is so anything? you're saying Rashad out of all out of all the fights, Rashad would be the one because he's well, no, Rashad Rashad in his day to me was was beast mode. He was definitely a beast, but did you say he was it was tough yeah. because of that? Yeah. 
Yeah, because his wrestling was no joke. Um, yeah, Phil, no offense, but I thought you were going to win that fight. Uh, <laughs> Didn't we all? I remember you telling me, I remember you telling me before, the, before that fight, and you were like, man, Rashad's going to call me out, but I don't want to beat him up because I like the guy. Uh, <laughs> I, do. I do. I do like him. Do, do you think that maybe you were like too nice or didn't take him or weren't uh, didn't take him as seriously as you should have? No, hundred percent. You don't. You don't get your. Uh, you know, a title eliminator with a with a UFC former UFC champion and, and not take that fight serious. No, I was giving him my full attention, hundred um, percent. I just uh, it, it came down to this. Two thousand eight. I was wrestling in college. And uh, he was already in the UFC climbing his way to the belt. Yeah. And by the time I fought him in 2011, there's really very few sports where you can start a sport brand new and be uh, in the mix for a number one contender spot within three years. Just it's tough. Man, I was I had my I was just going too fast. I was too. I mean, I was. I was just, I, I accelerated past where my experience from day one, from day one. I, my very first fight in the UFC, I was 4-0 versus uh, former world champion Brian Stan, who had been, I mean, he'd been a world champion. Back, I used to watch him from my dorm room in college on Spike TV. Wow. You know, like, <laughs> I just have, I didn't have enough time in the game to uh, to beat a guy as crafty and as veteran as him. Now, were you always, because I feel like you're always the best guy in the room. Um, like, cause I know you're wrestling guys can't match your wrestling. So was it hard to find guys that would beat? like, did anybody ever beat you up in practice? Oh yeah. All the time. Who? All the time. Well, for starters, the, the I ended up in San Diego because I was, uh, I was doing a training camp in, uh, San Diego, in, uh, Pennsylvania and Dominic Cruz came in town and he goes, Hey bro, you got to train with my boy, Brandon Vera. I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. He's a big guy. I'll train with him. So I fly out to San Diego and I train with him. And he's uh he's a decent wrestler. He did a lot more Greco. And um, so he's he can hang in wrestling. Um jujitsu, he's really good jujitsu artist. And uh and Stan, he's a he's a great Muay Thai fighter. So I just got for like probably the first two years, I barely got a lick in. Really? I was just I was just getting beat up left and right. And um, and that was, I mean, for me. Just having like a, a two week trip out and uh, getting beat up by a guy, I was like, "That's perfect. That's perfect. That's that's where I need to be. I need to be with somebody who can beat me up four days a week." So, so you're not the kind of guy that would, because I remember when I you and I wrestled in wrestling camp. I went to Iowa wrestling camp, Dan Gable's camp, and I was coming as like a like a state champ, and I got the living shit beat out of me, and I like trashed my room, cried like fucking. I mean, I was like 14. But I was like, I was so. Like, the whole world was was upside down. Was that like kind of how you were at all, or you were kind of used to being like the, the nail sort of versus the hammer? You know, if you're, you know, and this is why I like to take the approach of you know, not necessarily the animosity approach, but when your goal is getting better, then I appreciate when I lose because I have so much opportunity right. to learn. And, and, and to get better and to, to figure out what the other guy is doing. If my goal is to beat this guy up and be angry at him, well, then, hell, then you don't really get much from losing. All you do is get angry. Right. So so, you're, so that's really, I mean, that's a, you have a very developed 
sense of maturity. I mean, like, I mean, well, I mean the case? It, even like, like Penn State, that was the case too? Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me, for some reason, don't, wrestling is, is more painful than it really should. Like, people ask me, like, oh, how can you fight? I was like, I wrestled. That, that's painful. Um, and, man, wrestling, my coach told me, he was like, straight up, he's like, man, I don't think you're going to get a takedown before the end of freshman year. I was like, God, dog, are y'all that good? Are y'all really that good here? Like, a takedown in practice? He's like, yeah, man. You won't take me down before the end of your show. Like, oh, my God. Well, thank oh, you, my thanks, God. Sunshine. What the fuck was that? <laughs> What's that? Right? I'm just like, God damn. That's like not a not one takedown? Not one? Nope. I mean, did, did you get a takedown? I, I did. I got him in, like, November. Wow. I got yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you. It was uh, I didn't I didn't probably didn't get an I probably got maybe like five takedowns that whole year, but I got the first one in I got the first one in November and uh, he, he promised me an ice cream cone, so I got my ice cream. And who was the coach? Man, it was uh, after that. It was war. Who was, Every who was, wait, who was the who, who was the coach? His name is Dave Hart. He's a couple times American for Penn State. Uh, really, Don, really good I, pressure, much Don, better. Fry, did you have a similar – was your experience similar? What's that? Did you have a similar experience in practice, like just getting you up when you first started? Fighting practice or wrestling practice? Both. Yeah, both, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, in college, yeah, those guys were all uh, all Americans in, in the ASU wrestling room, you know, and hell, they get wet, they whoop my ass every day. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, – and fight game, you know, I'm paying these guys, so they better be whooping my ass because you're not going to improve if these guys aren't whooping your ass and can't beat you. You know, mm-hmm. you there's no, you'll never improve. Now, who did you? Now, when you fought the, the most dangerous man in the world, Ken Shamrock, uh, yeah. how did you prepare for that? Who did you bring in to, to prepare for that fight? Shit, buddy, I don't remember who I brought in, but you know, like I said, I had. My regulars, you know, Sam Santello, Raina Martinez, uh, Rich Moreno, um, shit, uh, you know, Steve Owen was running the show, you know, and every, every once in a while, Dan Severn show up, whoop my ass just, just for the hell of it, you know, because he's in town and he's bored, you know, so, uh, it, you know, like, if you're not getting your ass whooped by your, by your teammates, you know, by your spine partners, you're not going to improve, but they can't whoop your ass and hurt you at the same time. They're, you right. cannot get injured. They have to take the injury. If you're tied up going for a fall, they better, you know, let they better turn to where you land on them. You know, they suffer the injury because if, if you get injured and you don't fight, nobody gets paid. Nobody. Right. Yep. Right, right, right. So, uh, also tonight, uh, Linton Vassell, the guy you beat, right? Yes. Yes, he's fighting Hani Marcus. Uh, That'll be interesting. Yeah, I feel like Hani doesn't always show up at the big ones. Like he beats all the guys that he should beat, but anybody that like is a challenge, he seems to sometimes doesn't show up. Uh, so we'll see uh, on that one. Now the fight Saturday night, uh, UFC. Uh, you know, should be good. Figueroa Moreno. Who do we like in that fight? Phil Davis. Uh, who was the first name? 
Uh, it's like Figueredo. Figueredo. Yeah. Davison. He's the guy that uh, knocked out uh, Benavidez, or he beat Benavidez twice. He's got that yes. hair. And yep, then, yep, yep, yep. And then he, I like that guy. I like yeah, him. He's fighting Brandon he's, uh, Moreno. He's like Mighty Mouse, man. He's he's uh he's just this freaking energizer bunny. I mean, half the guys in the division are that way, but uh, he is especially that way. Yeah, but Brandon Moreno is a guy that came in on short notice, won his fight, got cut, came back, won his last two fights. He wants to be the first ever Mexican-born uh, champion, um, which is crazy because oh, think, okay. I, I can't believe there's never been a UFC Mexican-born champion. Well, uh, he's not going to be. How <laughs> 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 I many I Mexican champions have there been? There's well, only been, been like, in Velasquez. Yeah, but Mexican, and he's American. Amer- they American. Born in America. They weren't born in Mexico. I know, I know, I know. I just, I mean, Mexican, American, Mexican. How many uh, Mexican champions have there uh, so <laughs> and, and Kane? Kane, and then maybe Tony Ferguson, I guess, if you count him. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. My Tony bad. Ferguson, sure. I don't think that, I think that um, he's bit off too much more than he can chew. I think he's going to get. Molly walked. I think it's not going to even be close because even one, I mean, they're both good, but when you have a killer instinct and you're an energizer bunny, when you're like, where he's like, ah, go, 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 go. I think it's just, it's not going to be an even. Uh, but more importantly, so Phil, you live right by Tijuana. Back when you were single, <laughs> any, any wild nights in Tijuana? Man, not a one, not a one. Come on! Right, right when I'm right when I moved to San Diego, uh, there were they were still wrapping up like uh, some serious uh, cartel uh, cartel wars. In, in, oh, in, Phil, in, not one hooker, not one hooker, <laughs> not a one, not, not, a, even, not even Angela Magana. Does that does that count? Or, or no? I'm not <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, Don Fry. Any wild nights in Mexico for you? Yeah, but I can't remember them. So I can't talk about it. <laughs> That's what makes it a good time when you can't remember it. Yeah, exactly. I know the next day I didn't have any money in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, uh, Luke Rocco and I, we we went on this. Um, it's called a wide open tour. Basically, um, we we rented these trophy trucks, and um, basically do we go from Ensenada to San Felipe. And it's just after you get off like the first mile and a half, there's no roads, all back roads, not not back roads, like dirt, hard pack, soft pack, rocks. Like you're, you're going you're bouldering over over stuff. It's crazy. Anyhow. So Luke, um, Luke is a little bit of a risk taker. OK, Luke's crazy. Um, like you say that about young guys, obviously, who are fighters. Most guys are crazy, but Luke's extra crazy. He's extra crazy two scoops you know what i'm saying um so we are we're going around this this we're going up this mountain and mike like i said we're in mexico okay mexico there's like a 30 foot drop no signs you go around the turn you got to make the turn tight 30 foot drop on the other side it's about a foot and a half extra space for you for your truck to make it luke take this turn Way too fast. Way too fast. So, right, I'm behind Luke. I come around the corner, and I see Luke's truck, and I swear on everything. It was exactly like every single movie that you have ever saw since <laughs> you was a kid. 
Luke's truck was dangling off of this cliff. It was oh, one no. of those. They were stuck in the truck because if they moved, the shit was going to flip. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Luke, Luke, man, I said, God, Luke. Right? And, it, it like, and I didn't have a winch on my truck, so we had to, like, uh, we, we everybody had a radio. I had to radio the, the, the leader. Yeah. Because Luke couldn't even reach his, his radio because oh he didn't want to fall. I radioed the leader, tell him Luke is about to die. Come back, save us, right? <laughs> and then, uh, then I have to move. I had to leave because um, there's somebody behind me, and obviously he's gonna come around this turn soon enough. And Luke's on one side dangling. I'm right on the other side. He has to thread the needle and gun it down this mountain. Like it, it was, oh. it, man, it was the craziest situation. They eventually got a winch and, and pulled Luke out before he died. Wow. And uh, man, yo. <laughs> Luke, Luke yo. was so smooth. I heard, heard a story about Luke, how he slept with this really hot, famous celebrity. I'm not going to say her name. But he used to have sex with her in front of all her friends, right? Like, like they would, like, give him directions, like, how how to have sex with him. Like, 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 like oh, she likes it harder. She likes that. I thought it was a pretty hot story, right? So I sit down next to Luke at the award show. I go, Luke, you got to tell me this story. I heard that you bang so-and-so in front of all her friends. Is this true? And he looks at me and he goes, not all her friends. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. God, yeah. So Luke, Luke is a star. Luke is a wild dude. He's, he's, yeah. He, that's why. Yeah, he's come on. Only a 30 foot drop? Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of girls. Nothing. Mr. Fr- I was I wasn't measuring. It could have been eighty. It could have been ninety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that guy. It could have been ten. Yeah, look at you. You go longer and longer, time. Uh, one of those guys. One of those guys who, who measures his dick by by uh, imaginary feet. Right? Come on. <laughs> Either you're gonna fall or you're not. I don't. I don't think that's all. Worry about measuring his dick for some reason. All right. So now, uh, Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira. No. Now, I like that Ferguson said if this guy misses weight, fights off. I fucking love that. Good for him. Uh, Ferguson said that. Yeah. Uh, and then see, he that's the wrestling. Him. That's the wrestling you that says that. Yeah. What had happened? What had happened? So I guess Oliveira's missed weight before, and Tony said if he misses weight. By any amount of weight, it fights off. You said that like yeah. a couple days ago. Uh, yeah. And then and then he was had a he had an interview yesterday where they said, "Hey, I heard that you were uh, you didn't want to fight Michael Chandler, blah blah." And he was like, "Listen, motherfucker, that's not what happened." <laughs> Do you want me to play? I think I could play it now. He goes, "Get your fucking I mean, yeah." If you could play it real quick, he goes, "Get your fucking facts straight, right?" I mean, it was vintage Tony Ferguson. Uh, hold, on, hold on, guys. How I'm much do you? How much did he miss weight by? Uh, he didn't he yet. What? He uh, he's he's missed weight by four or five pounds before, I believe. Four or five pounds? You see, yeah. that's just I used to laugh about that. Seriously, come on, guys. You know, well, there's no weight class when I fought. But the thing is, that's a complete lack of respect for your opponent. You know, because he's busting his ass you, you shit for eight weeks. You know, then the last fucking eight hours, you know, is murder. You know, he's busting his ass to make weight, and you won't do it. You don't think enough about that guy, you know, to work extra hard to lose that weight. Uh, fuck you, especially eight pounds. You know, you, they 
they said, force you to go up and wait. That's all there is to it. You know, you're, you're, you, you can't do this anymore. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta grow a set and go up to the next weight class. I agree. Hey, I, I really want to hear this clip, but afterwards I gotta, I gotta date with the Apple store. I gotta get my phone fixed. All right. Okay. No problem. All right, here we go. All right. Let's hear this clip. But Chandler and Chandler seemed to be interested in the fight. You didn't want to fight him. You accepted the fight with Oliveira, though. Uh, can you? Whoa, 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 motherfucker. Check this out. Mm-hmm. UFC said that Chandler had a fight, and then Chandler said that he didn't have a fight. Somewhere along the line, somebody was fucking lying. I'm sitting okay. telling you, get your fucking facts straight. That's why I'm asking. No, that's why you're not asking. You're asking the wrong question. You're asking other people. Oliveira's the only game opponent that wanted to fight. Uh-huh. Doesn't want to fight. Poirier doesn't want to fight. McNuggets ran and Tiramisu's gone. Got these asses that were going to fucking like put this guy's over top of me and want to move me back down to number five. It happened before. Michael Chandler and Chandler. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right, so that, so. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I, no, I like that. I respect that shit. No, for really. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, uh, Phil Davis thoughts? You know, the real question is, I wonder who was lying in that situation. You know, like who? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not. I don't know. I I feel like I take Tony Ferguson at his word right there. (laughs) (laughs) Tony would fight Chandler. He would absolutely. uh, Yeah, I think he would. Honestly, I I believe that he would. Uh, You hate when these situations happen. But why, 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 why didn't they offer him that fight? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tony would fight all those guys in the same night if they, you know, I don't think he's talking anybody. Yeah. That's why. But do you think Tony got, I mean, he's fighting a, a beast I, if he I makes think weight. Sometimes they, they tell one guy, this guy doesn't want to fight you or he wants to fight you. And they, he said, like, they do that to get a fight. Yeah. They? So I think it's a game of like, like, yeah. Sort of like, oh, you know, that's what I've heard from fighters before that that happened. So, like, they tell people this guy doesn't want to fight, he wants to fight. It's not necessarily the case, kind of. But I just like the fact that, like, Tony didn't let that reporter, probably a good reporter, but he said, listen, no, 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 don't start the sentence with, you didn't want to fight this guy. Like, well, hold up, motherfucker. Like, like let's not, let's not get yeah. that. Yeah, like, he was like, no, let's get our facts straight. Because I think other fighters were let that slide. Um, well, Tony's kind of crazy, too. You got you to gotta add in his crazy. I don't... I hope he's not listening and I hope I'll run into him. But I'm just telling you. Yeah. I'm recording this. I'm going to send it to Tony right now. Yeah, don't send it to Tony. But I no, I just feel like he seemed like kind of dude that's like, hey, who wants it? You can get it. I just really, I've seen him. And even when you watch him fight, it just seems like even when he's bloody, it just keeps going, bro. So yeah. I don't see him ever acting like that. Nah, I don't see that. Elk Queen. Listen, Phil, go to the Apple store. I love you. All right. All right, hey, I'm sending you a photo. I took a, a photo of my other phone. Okay. Uh, you should see this. I'll send it to you. All right, peace. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. No, let me let me ask you this, Adam. Do you think that in this fight, because he's fighting somebody that's top-notch, without question, but he's so unorthodox and he's so unpredictable. Don't you think he's got the edge? You know what? I mean, look, before... The last fight, people were saying Tony Ferguson was going to beat Khabib, that he's the greatest fighter out there, you know. And I think people are so quick to jump off a fighter's dick because he lost a fight, he had a bad night. So I think that he's going to have the advantage of Oliveira 
but um because he he's he's looked a lot better he won like 15 out of 16 fights uh i i think with him it's mental it's how he's dealing with the quarantine is how is he training is he you know is his how's his marriage going there's all kinds of other factors you know right um, but i think that if tony when he when tony has his life together as together as it could be he could beat anybody including justin gagey so oh yeah no a couple of times he was rocking gagey but he dropped him with the uppercut at the end of the like, oh, yeah. second oh, round mean no. you are so right that look that shit looked like it would have been over i thought it was over i really did i thought as soon as you saw the uppercut i thought oh fuck he's done yep so if anything you give props to gagey because the Gaethje to take a fucking hit like that, like I watched the slow motion, you see just spit and blood and his whole head just cocked back. I thought, oh, it's fucking rap. But, uh, but that's oh, man. Also, it's like now everybody's off Gaethje's dick because of the Khabib fight. You know, I, I think that you have to look at like their last two or three fights versus their last fight. Um, Don, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. Don, no I mean, bullshit right there. Don, are you there or no? Yeah, I'm here, partner. No, I'm saying, do you agree with that statement? I couldn't hear what you said. I said that I think what? that a lot of times you have to look at the guy's last two or three fights versus their last fight to, to see if... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, you know? You can't judge anybody. But that's the thing. You're only as good as your last fight, you know? Um, that, that's how you're judged. That's exactly how you're judged. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's like wrong because a guy could literally just have a bad night. A guy could have food poisoning. A guy could have this. A guy could have that. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, the thing is, you know, we used to fight hurt, you know, just from wrestling. You, you just you just take that mindset with you, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, you know, you've been working your ass off for six, eight weeks, 12 weeks, you know, and it's time to time to fight. And if, if you're, you're hurt, you you just tape it up, wipe it off, and go in there, you know, criminy. Yeah. You just try and change your, alter your game plan somehow to where you can, uh, you know, work on, on your best, on your best leg is your bad leg. What was the most hurt you've ever been going into a fight? Oh, fuck. I had it when I, my, my back was crushing my spinal cord and it was at, it was operating at 10%. So I had, you know, I still have my, my right leg is still like 10 inches smaller than my left leg, you know, um, not, not shorter, but just smaller. <laughs> and it, it, I lost my quad, you know, I lost my, I don't have a quad and all that good shit. You know, I, I used, used to have a, used to have a nice ass, but now I don't have an ass anymore. You know? <laughs> but well, I, I, I had, uh, that first, that first fight back. Against um, uh, who did I fight? <laughs> Gilbert Ivel, you know, I had I had pulled my my uh, adductor and strained my on the right side and strained my grip on the left, and then I took him down. And boom! It, it, the adductor exploded and it tore. You know, so I was fighting with the torn adductor and, and then a pulled uh, groin. You know, but I had done that. I had had a bad shoulder for years, you know. I mean, you just you can't sit around and, and concentrate on them and and mark them up and say, "Look, I can't fight. I got this. I got this. I got this." If that was the case, you'd never fight. Right, 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 right. Now, was that the fight where Ivo uh, gave like tried to take your eyes out? 
Oh, that was just an accident. It was an accident. He he didn't, you know, what <laughs> he thought he thought I said, you know, keep an eye out. You know, I, I said I'll keep an eye out. I thought you said take an eye out. You know? No, wait, no, didn't he get suspended? Didn't he get disqualified for that? Yeah, yeah. He was hanging on the ropes and he was gouging my eyes. Yeah, he had, he had the right the right lens had three scratches in it and the left one was uh just scratched up but not not bad you know but so how i mean how, um, yeah. how pissed were you i mean you you must have been furious oh i was but you know i couldn't do anything about it i couldn't see and i couldn't walk so <laughs> just a fucking do- blind doormat you know so <laughs> i mean i mean you know after the fight do you i know i know you you, you got you uh, got the win and you got your money do you, I mean, but you can't see, and your eyes. You, you go right to the hospital after that, or do they? You go to the locker room. No, fuck no, fuck no. It healed up in uh, like four or five or six days. I mean, the eye, the eye heals really quickly, you know. So you just, you just take that into consideration. You know, it, it's a fight for God's sake. You're going to get hurt. Yeah, but his fingers were like, like. In your eye, uh, yeah. You were worried about possibly like losing your eyesight or going blind. I had another one, didn't I? I went go completely blind. <laughs> I mean, so this is in Japan, right? What? That was in Japan, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, it was in Japan. A couple so weeks the, after nine nine eleven. Yeah. So they, they didn't tell you, hey, we should go to the hospital to make sure that your eyes are still going to work, or what, at least one of them will. No, I get that. No, hell no. You know, I mean, uh, if that was the case, it, it would have looked bad on Gilbert. You know, and and I I've had my eye injury before. I knew it wasn't bad. You know, geez, you wrestle. You hurt everything eventually, you know. I never had a guy personally try to stick his fingers in my eyes uh, while I was trying. Where did he try to stick his finger at then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chang, you don't think this is kind of crazy at all? What Don said? No, yeah, no, I think that. But I mean, if you're wrestling and you're fighting, you're in a fight. You would think, oh, okay, I might get gouged in the eye. So no, I would, no, I would factor I got, that in. I got disqualified for repeating. Oh no, yeah, I still would. I would factor it in. I would never put it past. I would factor it in and go. You know what? Fuck it. I might no, get. You don't think, no, but you don't think Don's crazy for not going to the hospital or getting his eye checked out? Oh yeah. Oh for sure. That for sure. <laughs> no, no. But no. It's. I mean, I think that if you go in with the mentality like "fuck it," it's a fight. Probably gonna get scraped up. Probably no, gonna I get understand. I just think that Don's reaction of just like "fuck it," I have another eye that works. You probably oh. went and had a beer. It's insane. Yeah. What are they going to do? You go to the ER, they look at it and they say, well, go see a, an optologist on Monday. You know, here's some ice. You know, that, that's all that's going to be done. Now, did, now, afterwards, right, do you feel good about winning by, by disqual- disqualification or do you did not care? Would you rather have knocked them out? Oh, I'd rather knock him out, but it wasn't going to happen the way I was feeling, you know, with that leg. But shit, I was happy to get the win, Kramer, and I was happy just to be able to see. I was pissed that they they find him and they did not give me the money. You know, they kept the fucking money. Yeah, that's you see, that was bullshit. You know, I mean, if if you don't make weight, 
you know, the, the, the fine to go to the other guy. You know, if, if guy takes your, tries to scratch your eyes out, the fine to go to the other guy, you know, not, not to the goddamn, uh, fight company, not, you know, why did, why do they get the money when I'm getting the injury, you know, or the insult? Yeah. Then they should get their eyes scratched. If they're going to get the money, then you should gouge yeah. their Now somebody told me Absolutely. that somebody that did you ever take a drug test for pride? Yeah, yeah, all all the time you you'd piss in a cup, you know, and then you'd watch them go to the bathroom and dump it down the toilet. (laughs) So somebody said that they would they would test you, but not give you the results unless you wanted to leave the organization, and they could say, okay, you'll leave, but then we're gonna say that you failed six drug tests. Uh, Is that true? I don't know about that partner, but you know, I would believe anything, you know, um, uh, or, and also nothing, you know, I mean, after my first divorce, this is going off on a tangent, you know, but psychologically, I believe everything somebody told me, you know, then after my second divorce, I didn't believe anything anybody told me, you know, and things like that happened in the fight game, you know, cause the, the fight game, it's like a microcosm of life. You have your ups and your downs during training, and then, and then you have the big um, orgasmic fight, you know, and uh, it's either a good one or a bad one, you know? Right. No, 1,000%, man. I mean, well, look, you've had uh, – you're you're everybody's favorite fighter. Uh, everybody – like, nine out of ten people I meet were like, who's your better all the time? They always say Don Fry. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Tom, thank you, please. I, I don't think that you realize it. You're a very humble guy. I know sometimes you you like play the character, but you're a very humble guy. Um, so this week, Jacare Souza is taking on Kevin Holland. Uh, I was picking Jacare all week. Now I'm starting to pick Kevin Kevin Holland. Are you serious? Are you really picking Kevin? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, Jacare's a vet. I think Jacare still. Yeah, I still think Jacare. And they're trying to say because of his age. I, I even posted about that. That got that got shit to do with it. I think that Kevin's going to be in for a rude waking and awakening. And I like him, but Jacare is a monster. Still a monster. Don, who wins this fight? Yeah, yeah, Jacare. You know, he, he's a killer. You know, he, he's like, um, uh, shit. What is a, a serial killer? You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that he still got hands, and I, his, he still his jujitsu is still fucking beast mode. And I don't think Kevin's ready for that. I don't think Kevin is ready for somebody if they go to the ground that will have that level. Yeah, I just think that Kevin's gonna keep it standing. Might hurt him. Jacare's kind of slow, a little longer the tooth. Kevin's won like ten out of his last eleven fights. I'm changing my pick. Kevin Holland. By the way, the real serial killer, the scariest person I've ever hang on hang out with is is uh, Josh Barnett. That dude's eyes are just like helter skelter. Oh my god, that he might have like thirty seven bodies in his backyard. Oh no! I when, when I met him, <laughs> when I met him, I just thought, don't make any sudden movements. I just <laughs> he's just like that dude. He ain't all there, is he? <laughs> no, no. I fucking he's, love him. He's a really nice guy. He's a but yeah, right. something in the eyes. He ain't all there. No. Yeah. And like uh who who was that that prick the helter skelter? Who was that prick? Um Charles, Charles Manson? Charles Manson. Charles 
Manson. Yeah. Yeah. He had Charles Manson eyes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he reminds me of, of like Dexter. If Dexter was a real person, the, the he if Dexter. Me. Oh, from the show, <laughs> like yeah. he had a serial killer. Yeah. yeah no, I well, I met him and I just at Vegas and I just thought I don't. I don't even want to move the wrong way because it might set him off and go. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it was scary, man. But I think that if you look at right now the people that are fighting, there's a couple people that are like that that are still have that that like, oh shit, they could really be killing people. They probably got some human heads in their fucking freezer. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> you're right. You're right, Chang. 100. Not gonna, not gonna eat at their house. You're gonna call takeout. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, because they probably are cooking up somebody. But there's a couple fighters that are like that. But right now, it seems like a lot of the fighters are, are which you should fight for the money, absolutely. But I'm gonna tell you right now, well, there's like, more money moves than ever before. Like some people, like unless I'm getting this, I'm not fighting that guy. I'm not fighting that guy. And before, it just seemed like fuck it, I'll fight anybody. You know, yeah. you know, back in the day, I just felt like if you're going to fight somebody, you should just be like, well, fuck it, let's go. But now it's like, yeah, but I don't know. And yeah, there's too many people picking and choosing. Yeah, yeah. picking and choosing. Yeah. I, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, all right. Before we. Yeah, but the thing is, the other aspect of that is um, there's, you have a very small window of opportunity while you're a fighter. So, you know, you have. Uh, just a couple of years, I guess, like being an NFL lineman, you know, the, the average is what, two or three years. And uh, a lot of fighters don't even last that long, you know? So you yeah. have a very small window of opportunity. So you, if they're waving some money over your fucking nose, take it, you know? <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, before we leave, so word is that, you know, Yoel Romero mm-hmm. got cut from the UFC. Now they're saying he might fight Tito Ortiz in combate. Don, is this a good idea? Uh, for Tito, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because he gets some money. You know, he gets some money. Um, yeah, people will pay, I don't, people uh, pay to see that. Yeah. I, I don't think... Well, I'm sorry, what's his name? Is y- y'all, y'all Romero. Yeah, y'all Romero. I, God, he, he was great, you know, seven or ten years ago, but he just lost it. He just, he don't give a shit anymore, I don't think, you know? So you think Tito can win? Yeah, I think Tito can win, yeah. Tito's, Tito's got the uh, intelligence, you know? Uh, you know, comes a time in the fighter's uh, uh, career where it, everything becomes mental, you know? Um, you've survived so much through the physical fighting that, you know, you can go in there and say, you know, I'm going to win tonight or I'm, I'm going to lose tonight. I don't feel like fighting. You know, I'm just not getting paid enough, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you get put in a bad situation, then you, you just tap, you know, because you're not getting the money that you used to get. And it's not worth the um, possibility of an injury. Has that, did that happen to you at all or, or no? Yeah, it happened to me. Yeah, I hate to admit it, but yeah, it happened to me. Yeah. Now, when you watched the Tyson fight, did you get inspired to go, get back in there? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. I wasn't feeling worth a shit that night, so I couldn't couldn't go down the uh, to my friends and watch it. So I just I was laying in bed feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> well, Tyson looked pretty good, man. He looked great, and now they now he's gonna fight Holyfield. They're saying so. That's 
that's scary, man. That's scary, you know, because there's no, there's no love between either one of those guys. I don't think, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's there's no there's no exhibition involved in that fight, you know. <laughs> those guys are gonna those guys don't come come to to you know knock each other's heart out, you know. Right. And, your I, and, on, and your, 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 what are your thoughts on Logan Paul versus Mayweather? Uh, I never heard of Logan Paul. He's this YouTube star that like has millions and millions of followers. He's zero and one as a fighter. Uh, he's a big personality. He's 200 pounds. He wrestled in high school. He took fifth in the state of Ohio, but he's not a boxer. I mean, by I mean, he just started boxing, and now he's going to fight Floyd Mayweather in February for fifty dollars uh, per. For how much? Fifty bucks to watch it. He's probably going to get about ten million. Probably. I mean, guessing. Oh shit! I want to fight Mayweather for ten million dollars. <laughs> or, or the other idiot. Yeah, the heavy idiot challenged me. Shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to get his ass kicked, but then he can go buy a Porsche. I mean, yeah. Porsche. I mean, how many people get to, get to brag they got their ass whooped by Mayweather? You know, crime. And, I mean, every guy who fought him, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> they, they fought him for real. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, I mean, Adam, you said you think he's just going to, he doesn't have a chance in hell. No, because one guy's a pro and one guy's not. One guy's not only a pro, he's the best ever to do it, or one of the best ever to do it. And I just think it's, it's a level, there's levels to the shit. I mean, think about how many training camps Mayweather's had to fight, like, De La Hoya or fight Diego Corrales or fight Manny Pacquiao. Now you're taking a kid that, like, this is not, it's just too much time, not enough time in the world and talent. For the real win. What? The real winner of the fight is going to be a guy who picks under, over, over, under, whatever it is, you know, yeah, yeah, who yeah, picks, yeah. The, picks the round, you know, the time and yeah. and the uh, weapon, you know, the uppercut or the hook or what it is, you know. So, I mean, if you can pick that, you're going to be rolling in money. Jeez. Uh, I mean, to me, to me, I mean, think about it, Shang. It's like saying like, okay, you know, I started playing basketball and I'm like pretty decent. Am I going to beat LeBron James one-on-one? Like, no, like, no, I got you. I know, I, I know. I just think that, but yeah, if you're gonna get ten million dollars, fuck it. If you're gonna get a million dollars, get five hundred thousand. If for twenty thousand, I get in the fucking ring of Mayweather. You know, like I mean, yeah, I mean, it, so, to, for that kind of money, I get it. But uh, I just feel like you said he's just gonna walk through him. I, I just think that this kid is still fifty pounds heavier than him. You got, you got to hit him. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's like he'll never, he'll never hit Mayweather. You know, there, there's, there's a bet right there. I mean, will, will he get close? You know, he won't hit him once. I think, I think in he some won't ways, hit Mayweather once. I think in some ways the weight's going to be a disadvantage because he, he's going to be slower. You know. Oh, okay. That is, yeah. See, I didn't think of, I didn't think of that. I just thought, end of the day, it's a money grab, and I. I know Floyd Mayweather usually gets like seventy-five million, a hundred million, which is ridiculous. No, that's true. No, it's he, so crazy. They said it. Uh, the Pacquiao fight, he walked out two hundred million dollars. I mean, here's what he might have going for him: that he's not a real, a real professional fighter. So he may just fight him like a, like a fucking maniac, like a wrestler would, and just try, and just like 
do all kinds of like roughing him up and throwing him around the ring or just being like, sort of like how like McGregor did where he's so unorthodox that he might do okay because he's got no shot going skill for skill. Uh, but even that, that's going to last you maybe a, a minute out of the fight that might actually help you. I, I would let him, I'd absolutely let him punch me in the head 50, 60 times for that much money. Oh, Fuck yeah. it. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably let him blow you for, anyway listen uh this has been a lot of fun thank you guys so much you guys yeah for sure man thank you shang thank you nice to meet you partner all right man take care brother peace